0: This is Study Sessions, brought to you by Sex Ed Debunked. In these mini-sodes, we'll discuss a myth suggested to us by
1: listeners, like you. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sex Ed Debunked to suggest new myths, provide your own show notes, and give us ideas for what to talk about next.
0: Now take some notes. The study group is in session. Hi! Welcome to Study Sessions, a bi-weekly episode where we talk about questions and subjects suggested to us by our sex head debunked listeners. This week's topic is about
1: sex and the brain and was brought to us by, and I'm not kidding, my grandpa (laughs) and
0: his wife, Judy. How awesome is that, though, that he's reading? We have now have grandpa reading about sexuality stuff and sending us the info for the pod. How awesome is that? It really is. It's actually amazing. <laughs> so, um, so tell me what uh, grandpa sent you.
1: So uh, grandpa and Judy, in a tag team effort to educate us about sex, um, sent an article from Katie Couric Media, which I didn't even know was a thing, but like now I'm interested in. Um, but the article is called In Bed With Your Brain, Why Sexual Pleasure Provides a Major Mental Boost. Nice. Um, and it was funny, the article starts out by saying, sex is better for your brain than crossword puzzle or Sudoku. And I was like, damn. I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I mean, why not all of them, though? And become a super-powered brain. Um, so... The cool thing about this article is that it talked a lot about, um, like, newer research. I think there's always been an understanding – not always, but I think we've talked on the show before about, um, you know, yes, like, sex has endorphins and it has, you know, things that make you feel better and releases and, positive yeah, hormones. We have talked
0: about it in the context of overall well-being, but this is specific to your brain mm-hmm. and specific to, to you know – Aging, in a sense, too, because we are all conscious of keeping our brain sharp as we get older.
1: Yeah. So that's from an aging perspective. And I think that's why um, Grandpa and Judy sent it along, was that from an aging perspective, sex can help your brain stay sharp. Um, And that's because um, experiencing sexual pressure keeps your brain healthy. Um, You know, genital stimulation and orgasms result in a lot of blood flow to the brain. Um, and increased blood flow on the body is nearly always a good thing according to this article. Mm -hmm. So, um, it might be better intellectual exercise than any of the other things that we advise older folks to do to keep their brains sharp. Um, and then, you know, the article also says what it means in plain English is that sexual stimulation and orgasm are associated with many brain regions involved in sensation, movement, reward, and pleasure, as well as the regions involved in problem-solving, memory, language, and impulse control. So sexual pleasure has a powerful impact on our neural pathways.
0: That's amazing. And, yeah, you know, I will tell you that... Um, that's supported by additional research, specifically associated actually with sexuality and aging. Um, there's a couple of uh, studies, clinical studies. When I was doing my dissertation work and doing a systematic review looking at all of the studies connecting sexuality to well-being, there was a body of work specifically. And this is what's really interesting: looking at. Individuals, older folks who were in like assisted living type facilities. Mm-hmm. And they found that those who engaged in sexual activity very broadly defined. Mm-hmm. So, and you know how we like to say it's not just about intercourse, it's about all of that connection. Mm-hmm. Residents of these facilities who reported engaging in more sexual activity had less cognitive decline compared to the other residents. mm mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense because, and I
1: love this, this article was funny because there were a lot of interesting phrases that I'd never heard before, (laughs) but what you're saying connects very well with this quote from the article that said, you want to try to activate as many pleasure keys as possible on your keyboard. The more regions you stimulate, the more likely big sensations will register in your sensory brain. So sort of talking about those erogenous zones and the ability to activate pleasure across you know, your entire body opens different sensations in your body and then
0: in turn, stimulates your brain. Exactly. And we're also talking about, you know, the what they refer to, quote unquote, as the cuddle hormone, you know, mm-hmm. sexual activity and intimacy releases oxytocin and oxytocin is good for reduces stress. And we know that stress is not just um, bad for your body. It's also bad for your brain, because I think what I really like the most about this article is the, t- the conversation around blood flow and how it keeps your brain working in a, in a, In a flow. And we like flow. Flow is what we all want to achieve in life is this kind of state of like chillness and just being able to feel like we're in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And sexuality will help you with that.
1: So this article also says um, each part of the body is wired with sensory nerves that send inputs into the spine and then up to the brain where they register in the somatosensory cortex. Um, This is basic science, but until recently we haven't paid much attention to how this pertains to sex. So you know, it's existing research that they've now refined to be more in tune with sex and sexuality. But one of the terms that came out of this article that I loved <laughs> was the brain crotch. What?
0: <laughs> yep. I don't know if I love that term. I not.
1: think it's hilarious because these doctors that did this 2020 study were talking about the som- somatosensory cortex and they informally named a specific part of that cortex the brain's crotch because they learned that the physical stimulation of specific regions of the genitals activated a slightly different part of the sensory cortex. So in that specific area of Wait. the cortex, that's where the stimulation It's They call it ground zero. Zero for sexual sensation.
0: Whoa. And so when we go, when we talk in other episodes of the 31 erogenous zones, as many as you activate, you're activating different parts of your brain, which is all good.
1: hmm
0: yep. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> the brain's crotch is specific to genital stimulation, but I mean, hilarious that a team of doctors was like, we could come up with a real term for this.
0: Or, or we could call it the, <laughs> the
1: brain's, brain's crotch. crotch. Yeah.
0: Hmm, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to Google that in Google Scholar because, yeah. you know, I am a scholar and an academic. Yeah, I don't
1: know. You might have some issues with that on. <laughs>
0: I don't think I want to go. I don't want I want to go to Reddit for this one. Yeah, like,
1: I wouldn't advise looking it up on your professional computer. <laughs>
0: But what's what's really interesting is as you said like I think intuitively and anecdotally um we as humans have have known that sexual activity is good for us and it's pleasurable but what has happened in the last few decades is now neuroscience and brain imaging has allowed scientists to really test mm-hmm. what we kind of knew in our gut right and this whole sense of recreating neural pathways, opening neural pathways, is something that is pr- getting pretty well established in mm-hmm. neuroscience right now.
1: Yeah. And as we mentioned, you know, there has been this understanding for a long time, I think, of sex releasing positive hormones and releasing endorphins and being this natural high, which of course can like lead to bad things too, right? I mean, high, like a sex addiction is a thing. We understand that. But this is so new in that it's the brain. It's not about the hormones and it's not about the endorphins. This is actually the fact that pleasure plays a critical role in in healthy brain functions.
0: And I I mean, and and this article is specifically dealing with um, genital stimulation, but all pleasure is good for your brain, as we've talked about. And remember, when we talk about Lori Brado's book on sexual mindfulness is really important because this mindfulness, this sexuality can change your brain Mm -hmm. and make it better, make it healthier. And I think we all, I think a lot of us at least, can look back into our history, whether it's um, life experience or sexual history, and say we have patterns that we want to change. Right, so. Chan? Patterns? Do you have patterns you want to change in your brain occasionally?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would need to have some words with my brain occasionally. Um, well,
0: we have that capacity through sexual activity to change those bra- those bad, maybe it's traumatic, maybe it's re- triggering, mm-hmm. but we can, through sexual pleasure, reteach our brains and recreate pathways from f- that are pleasurable instead of like a negative trigger, mm-hmm. which is really... And we talked about that a
1: little bit in our episode with Rin when we talked about um, BDSM and we talked about using, you know, different types of sexual activity to retrain your brain and to work through trauma and to establish a new relationship with your body and your pleasure and your sexuality. So it's interesting. And I remember in that episode we talked to her about some of the science and Rin was like, wow, it's so good to know that this thing that I've been doing is backed by research. And it continues to be. Um Along with that idea, though, of you know, you don't actually have to have sex. It's it's the pleasure. It's the interaction. I I don't usually read this much from the articles, but this article is just like like packed with really good stuff. So, according to Nicole Prowse, PhD, a neuroscience scientist. Um, researching human sexual behavior addiction and the physiology of sexual response. Amazing field of study, by the way. um, Your body contains special C-afferent fibers in the skin that are uniquely activated by slow stroking of another human. This in turn activates your social and emotional processing areas of the brain. So as it turns out, you don't need intense foreplay or even sex or penetration to start activating areas of your brain just lying down with your partner and cuddling can do the trick.
0: Well, and and that was fascinating in the sense too that we've talked about sensation play, right? Mm-hmm. And just touching and feeling feathers, feeling different things on your skin. And we all have to remember that the skin is a great sexual organ. It's a great sensation. It's the largest thing, on, you know, covers our whole body. It Ugh. sure does. But, it, but that's You know, for those of us who, you know, there are people and many of our listeners who might consider themselves asexual or demisexual, and just that idea of intimate connection and touch is enough to bring these great benefits to your brain. It's okay if you're not, you know, if you're not into the whole, you know, sexual intercourse, sexual activity, but the touch and the intimacy is still a valid way of experiencing Mm -hmm. that pleasure. And with that, I'd like to close out
1: our summary of this article with a really good quote that says, The first step is recognizing that the ability to experience pleasures in and out of the bedroom is not a luxury, but a necessity for a well-functioning brain and overall well-being. When we can't experience satisfying pleasure, sexual or otherwise, our physical and mental well-being suffers.
0: Mm. And, and you know what? To wrap that up you know so many people like to think that their sexuality is something that they don't have to pay attention to especially like think about people with a lot of responsibilities um moms I'm talking to you out there um who say you know i got kids i got this i got that Ugh, i don't have time for that self care well, making that time making that time for the touch making that time for pleasure is an integral part of keeping ourselves holistically our brains Right on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I win Scrabble for <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's why. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I won our last
0: game. It was very
1: close. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it for today's study session. Um, this is your brain on sex. And it
0: turns out it's really good for your brain. People keep at it. Keep at it. We're just encouraging you <laughs> to be more intimate at all times. Um, so make sure you send us your myths, questions, and comments. And we'll be back next week for a full episode of Sex Ed Debunked. Thanks for listening. Take care. Sex I Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media in Providence, Rhode Island. Our sound producer is Ezra Winters, with production assistance from Shay Weintraub.